Hey everybody, welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast. This is a show where we discuss the critical crossroads that shape SpaceX, Tesla, X, The Boring Company, and Neuralink. I'm your host, Will Walden. Tesla Inc. has taken a groundbreaking step by distributing a document to rival automakers that details the 48-volt vehicle architecture that they use in the Cybertruck. Now, this was initially perceived as a joke in an automotive review and was later confirmed by Ford Motor Company CEO Jim Farley on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. And Farley's recognition and gratitude for the document from Tesla CEO Elon Musk highlights its potential impact on the automotive industry. Every EV company has access to this now. Tesla's document centers around the advanced 48-volt electric system, a prominent feature of their latest EV, the Cybertruck, and this system marks a significant departure from the traditional 12-volt systems prevalent in most vehicles today. Benefits of the 48-volt system include accelerated charging capabilities, superior performance, and the introduction of innovative features such as steer-by-wire technology, which removes the physical linkage between the steering wheel and the vehicle's wheels. Now, the shift from 12-volt to 48-volt systems and vehicles represents more than just a technological upgrade, though. It's an evolution in automotive design and engineering. Historically, the industry moved from 6-volt systems to 12-volt systems way back in the 1950s, and they standardized vehicle electrics and making components more cost-effective and reliable. However, the inadequacies of 12-volt systems have become apparent as vehicles have increasingly incorporated more electrical components, leading to complicated and bulky wiring layouts. Now, adopting the 48-volt architecture offers solutions to these challenges by streamlining wire harnesses and potentially enhancing overall electrical efficiency, a vital factor in the EVs. Now, transitioning to 48 volts, however, faces some obstacles, mainly due to the deep-rooted 12-volt supplier ecosystem. Achieving broad adoption necessitates re-engineering vehicle systems and accessories for 48-volt compatibility, demanding significant time, resources, and investment. Tesla's initiative to share its 48-volt architecture is a strategic decision, potentially beneficial for the company while posing challenges for conventional automakers in adapting their supply chain and engineering processes. A wider industry ship to 48-volt systems could lead to lower costs for components due to increased supply chain volumes and cultivate a skilled workforce in these systems, advantageous to Tesla and Elon Musk. Now the Tesla Cybertruck, with its 48-volt architecture, exemplifies Tesla's innovative approach as advanced features like steer-by-wire. It set a new benchmark that could result in an uptick in vehicles adopting this technology too. And Tesla's willingness to share its 48-volt design principles with competitors reflects a shift towards industry-wide collaboration and continual innovation, essential for the advancements of EV technology and addressing the challenges of a changing automotive sector. This development is a natural evolution of the auto industry too, where knowledge and technology sharing is becoming increasingly prevalent. Such openness can expedite technological progress and benefit the entire industry, leading to vehicles that are more efficient, sustainable, and technologically advanced. Now, Tesla's action exemplifies a trend towards greater cooperation and transparency in tech-driven sectors. This approach not only fosters innovation, but also accelerates the adoption of new technologies across different industries. And by sharing the 48-volt architecture, Tesla's not only influencing automotive design, but also encouraging a collaborative ethos that could reshape how companies approach competition and innovation. 
I'm going to go on a little side tangent here as I'm a, uh, a coder myself. I'm a developer. I use a ton of open source, free to use software in my daily routines. And what Elon Musk is basically doing an open source of this 48 volt architecture for other companies. It's free to them. They can use it as they wish. They just have to maybe credit Tesla for it. I'm not sure. Maybe it's completely open standard. We'll see in the future, but it seems like he's doing the right thing. He's an engineer too, so he does understand the effectiveness of using open source technologies. Now, this can reshape companies though. This could reshape the way that Ford does all their work. Instead of using proprietary systems, they may be integrating open source technologies in their future vehicles. And furthermore, Tesla's move could have environmental implications. As automakers shift to more efficient electrical systems like 48 volt, the potential for reducing energy consumption and emissions in the automotive sector increases. This change aligns with global efforts to combat climate change and promotes the development of greener technologies in the industry. As Tesla's distribution of the 48-volt vehicle architecture document to rival automakers marks an important milestone in the EV technology landscape. This initiative could spark a widespread transition to 48-volt systems, paving the way for more efficient and high-performance vehicles. And as the automotive industry continues its journey towards electrification, such collaborative efforts and technological exchanges are likely to become more common, driving innovation and shaping the future of transportation. And Tesla's leadership in sharing the 48-volt vehicle architecture shows that they're committed to the broader good of humanity and the shift in the industry. And by fostering collaboration, Tesla's setting a precedent for how companies should work together to achieve technological breakthroughs, ultimately benefiting consumers and also the environment. Well, next up, we're going to be talking about X.AI, Elon Musk's latest venture. They filed for a massive equity funding round, aiming to raise up to $1 billion. Now, Musk's shifting focus towards artificial intelligence could potentially signal a new direction for a newer business strategy going forward. Now, this development is particularly notable given the challenges faced by another of Musk's acquisitions, X Corp, formerly Twitter which continues to struggle with profitability issues. XAI's funding initiative, already securing nearly $135 million, marks a significant step in Musk's re-entry into the AI sector. A company distinct yet possibly linked to XCorp hints at a strategy that leverages the user base and content of the social media platform of X. And this approach could provide X.AI with a unique advantage in the burgeoning field of generative AI. Musk's ambitions with X.AI appear grand, aiming to position the company in the realm of major players like OpenAI and Google's Bard. However, the journey ahead is fraught with challenges, not least of which is the considerable financial outlay required to compete in this high-stakes domain. The strategic direction of X.AI is intriguing, with the company recently launching Grok, an AI chatbot. Grok's design, inspired by the iconic Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, showcases X.AI's creative approach to AI development. Now, the firm's mission, focused on accelerating human scientific discovery, signals an ambitious venture into AI's potential applications. And investor interest in AI startups remains robust, as evidenced by the substantial funds already flowing into the sector. XAI's funding goal, if achieved, would add a significant sum to this growing investment pool. In Musk's involvement and in the allure of his previous successes, like Tesla, 
Lindy Edge to X.AI appealed to investors going forward. And Musk's history with AI, including his early support and subsequent withdrawal from OpenAI, adds a layer of complexity to his latest venture. His return to the AI arena comes amidst concerns about the ethical and practical aspects of AI development, an area where Musk has voiced his reservations in the past. And despite these challenges, Musk's track record of securing funding and advancing technological frontiers cannot be understated. His recent success with Neuralink's funding round exemplifies his ability to attract substantial investments. However, the ultimate impact and viability of X.AI in the competitive AI landscape remain to be seen as the company ventures into a new, ripe field with both potential and with peril. And amidst the excitement and speculation, there's a note of caution from experts in the field. Catherine Flick, a professor of ethics and games technology, urges a careful assessment of Musk's track record and the ambitious goals of X.AI. Flick highlights the limitations of deep learning models, emphasizing that they do not equate to genuine understanding, but rather they are sophisticated prediction tools. And this distinction is critical in evaluating the true capabilities of X.AI and its flagship AI, Grok. The hype around artificial intelligence, AGI, and Musk's grand visions may overshadow the more grounded realities of AI technology's current state. Ethical considerations also loom large in the discussion around X.AI's use of data from XCorp's social media platform. The potential for AI systems to learn and propagate harmful or biased content is a significant concern. Mike Cattell, an ethics fellow at the Alan Turing Institute, echoes these apprehensions, pointing out the dangers of unfiltered data-shaping AI behavior. In the shadow of Microsoft's Tay, a chatbot that was quickly corrupted by negative influences from the internet, serves as a cautionary tale for X.AI, ensuring responsible and ethical AI development will be a crucial challenge for Musk and his team. Moreover, the financial aspect of X.AI's ambitious funding goal raises questions about investor expectations and the company's long-term strategy. Now, while Musk's reputation and previous successes attract investors, the tangible outcomes and applications of X.AI's technology are still largely speculative. Investors are essentially betting on Musk's vision and ability to navigate the complex and rapidly advancing field of AI. The risk is considerable, and whether X can deliver on its promises remains an open question. In the broader context of X.AI's emergence in the AI landscape cannot be ignored. The company enters a field already crowded with major players like Google with deep pockets, Microsoft, and also OpenAI, each investing heavily in AI research and development. This competitive environment poses a formidable challenge for X.AI, requiring not just financial investment, but also significant innovation, strategic partnerships, and hiring of the most dedicated and talented crews in the business. How XAI positions itself in this ecosystem and whether it can carve out a unique niche or collaborate effectively with existing giants will be key to its success or failure in the AI arena. Oh, in this segment, we are going to be talking about Google's new ChatGPT competitor, Gemini, also a competitor to Elon Musk's X.AI. Google recently announced the launch of Gemini, its latest and most sophisticated artificial intelligence model, marking a huge step in the company's efforts to compete in the rapidly expanding field of generative AI. Gemini, described as Google's largest and most capable AI model, represents a new phase in AI development. 
with the potential to enhance a wide array of Google's consumer apps and devices, including the Google Pixel 8 Pro. Now, this announcement is seen as Google's response to the unexpected success of OpenAI's ChatGPT and indicates a shift in the company's strategic direction towards more advanced AI integration across its products. Now, Gemini stands out from its multimodal competitors. Gemini stands out for its multimodal capabilities, which means it can process and generate responses from various types of media inputs, including text, images, audio, video, and also programming code. This sets it apart from existing AI models, which typically focus on a single type of input. Uh, Sundar, the Google CEO, emphasized the significance of this development in a blog post, stating that this represents one of the most substantial science and engineering efforts undertaken by the company to date. Google's proprietary AI chatbot Bard has been upgraded with a Gemini model, and there are plans to integrate Gemini into widely used products like Google's search engine and the Chrome web browser. Gemini's launch also highlights Google's advancements in cloud computing as the model was trained using a new generation of cloud-based processors. Now, potentially, this will boost the AI industry by making AI training more accessible than it is today. The Gemini model comes in three different versions, Nano, optimized for mobile devices and app developers, Pro, designed for a broad range of tasks and consumers, and Ultra, the most advanced version, currently undergoing safety testing. And Gemini Ultra is being released gradually to select customers and partners for early feedback and is undergoing third-party safety evaluations, part of Google's commitment to responsible AI development. And Google claims that in testing, Gemini outperformed other AI models in more than two dozen benchmarks commonly used in AI research, particularly in tasks involving reading comprehension, mathematical ability, and multi-step reasoning. The company also highlights Gemini's efficiency as it was trained on Google's own tensor processing units, or TPUs, making it faster and cheaper to run than previous models. And while Gemini's launch is a significant development in Google's AI strategy, there's still concerns regarding the model's potential to produce misleading results, a known issue with large language models. And Google has worked to improve the factuality of Gemini's responses, but acknowledges that these models can still produce incorrect information with high confidence. To address this, additional techniques are being used to improve the accuracy of responses in products like BARD. And the rollout of Gemini represents Google's larger vision for AI, where a single underlying technology can be improved and then integrated across a range of products, enhancing user experiences in diverse ways. The model's integration into Google's search engine, ad products, and Chrome browser is anticipated to significantly influence the company's future direction and capabilities. And Gemini's launch also signifies Google's ambition to reclaim its position as a leader in AI innovation, particularly after being perceived as caught off guard by the rapid success of OpenAI's ChatGPT. Google's approach to AI development remains cautious yet optimistic, with a focus on ensuring the safety and responsibility of its AI systems. Amidst the landscape of competitive AI development, Google's strategic positioning of Gemini is a deep commitment to enhancing user interaction across its vast network of services. And the multimodal nature of Gemini enables a more intuitive and versatile user experience. By integrating various forms of media input, Gemini is positioning to revolutionize how users interact with their technology that they're used to now, like Google.com, their phones, and also their assistants, the bridging the gaps between different forms of digital communication. This is particularly significant for mobile and web applications, though, where seamless integration of various media types can greatly enhance functionality and 
user engagement. And the introduction of Gemini suggests a strategic pivot for Google in the realm of AI, and also in the terms of search, signifying a shift from more traditional, singular focus on web-based services to a more integrated approach. This shift is expected to have significant implications for the future of Google's product development and user experience strategies. And by leveraging Gemini's advanced capabilities, Google is poised to offer more personalized, context-aware services across all of its platforms, potentially transforming the way users search, interact, and consume digital content. Now, furthermore, Gemini's development aligns with Google's broader vision of harnessing AI for more efficient and intelligent computing. The use of Google's advanced tensor processing units in training Gemini underscores the company's emphasis on not only advancing AI capabilities, but also on optimizing the efficiency and speed of AI processes. This focus on efficiency is crucial as it addresses one of the key challenges in the AI field, the high computational cost of training and running sophisticated models. And by improving efficiency, Google not only enhances its own AI capabilities, but also contributes to the AI ecosystem by setting new standards in computational efficiency and sustainability. And the release of Gemini, therefore, is not just about competing with other AI models like OpenAI's ChatGPT and GPT-4, but it's also Google's testament to advancing AI technology in a more responsible and efficient manner than other companies. And they could potentially reshape the landscape of AI applications and it could be a brand new era for Google in its pursuit of cutting-edge AI solutions. In this segment, we will go in talking about OpenAI and Sam Altman's chip company. It's a weird story. And in a surprising turn of events, Sam, the CEO of OpenAI, Sam Altman, briefly lost his position before being reinstated last month. This incident has brought attention to the complex interplay between Altman's professional role and his personal investment ventures, particularly his involvement with a chip startup named Rain AI. And despite being removed from his position due to alleged uncandid communications, Altman's influence in the tech industry remains pretty significant, particularly in the realm of artificial intelligence. Now, OpenAI, a leader in AI research and development, had earlier signed a letter of intent to invest $51 million in neuromorphic processing units, or NPUs, from Rain AI, which are designed to emulate the human brain's functionalities. And this deal, forged under Altman's leadership at OpenAI, raises questions about the potential conflicts of interest, given that Altman also personally invested in Rain AI. Now, he invested about a million dollars in Rain AI, by the way. And founded in 2017, Rain AI is at the forefront of developing NPUs that promise to significantly enhance computing power and energy efficiency compared to the current standard GPUs or graphic processing units. Now, these advancements are critical. Edit this out. Now, these advancements are critical for AI development, particularly for firms like OpenAI, which rely heavily on powerful computing hardware for projects such as ChatGPT. Altman's investment in Rain AI, coupled with the deal between OpenAI and Rain AI, exemplifies the intricate blend of personal and professional interests that often characterizes Silicon Valley's tech scene. His prior role at Y Combinator, he still has a part in that, a prominent startup incubator, has positioned him as a key player in tech investments. But this has also led to questions about the appropriateness of his dual roles. OpenAI's agreement with Rain 
underscores its pressing need for advanced chip technology to stay ahead of the pack. And despite access to Microsoft's cloud services, OpenAI faced constraints due to hardware limitations, highlighting the broader challenge in AI development, the need for power, speed, efficiency, and accessible computing resources. Rain AI has not been without its own challenges, though. Recently, the company underwent a leadership change, with its founding CEO Gordon Wilson stepping down to an advisory role. This transition, along with other internal shifts, could have implications for Rain AI's progress and its dealings with OpenAI. Adding to the complexity, Rain AI faced scrutiny from the U.S. government due to its investment ties with Saudi Arabia, affiliated fund Prosperity 7 Ventures. And the forced divestment of this funds from Rain AI's investment list, driven by national security concerns, may impact the company's ability to bring its novel chip tech to market promptly. And beyond Rain AI, Altman has shown interest in further diversifying the AI chip market. His discussions with investors about starting a new chip company reflect the strategic importance of this technology in AI's future and the need to reduce reliance on current major suppliers like NVIDIA. The increasing demand for advanced AI chip technology underscores a critical aspect of AI's industry growth now. Efficient, powerful, and cost-effective chips are essential for the advancement of AI tech, and Altman's involvement in this area is a testament to its importance. And the intertwined relationships between Sam Altman, OpenAI, and RainAI provide a unique insight into the dynamics of technological advancement and corporate investment. The outcomes of these relationships will have important implications for the development and the application of AI technologies in the future, particularly in how they are powered and how they are scaled. And as the AI field continues to expand and get more competitive, the focus on developing and securing advanced chip technology will become increasingly crucial. And the narrative involving Altman, OpenAI, and RainAI is more than just a story of corporate dealings. It's a reflection of the strategic shifts and technological needs of an industry in its infancy. The story of Sam Altman's brief dismissal and reinstatement at OpenAI's CEO, entwined with his investments in RAIN, paints a complex picture of the intersections between personal investments, professional responsibilities, and technological advancements in AI. And now as the industry moves forward, the resolution of these complexities and the successful development of essential tech like AI chips will play a pivotal role in shaping the future of artificial intelligence. And I'll be bringing you more on this story as it unfolds. Oh, in spaceflight news, this next segment is about NASA and SpaceX and the Artemis 3 mission. Now, the Government Accountability Office, the GAO, has released a report indicating that NASA's highly anticipated Artemis 3 moon landing, originally scheduled for late 2025, is likely to be postponed until at least 2027. This delay is attributed to slower-than-expected progress in the development of both the human landing system, the Starship, and new lunar spacesuits by Axiom Space. The report, released on November 30th, provides a comprehensive analysis of the challenges and the setbacks that have impacted the Artemis program, a cornerstone of NASA's efforts to return humans to the lunar surface for the first time since 1972. Now, the GAO's findings highlight several critical issues with the HLS development under SpaceX. The report notes that the project has encountered various challenges, including a condensed timeline, delayed development milestones, and extensive technical work still required. The report suggests that the pace of progress on HLS is slower than expected. 
but more than half the allocated schedule will consume just to reach the preliminary design review phase. This lag contrasts with the average progression rate for major NASA projects, which typically complete the phase within 35% of their overall timelines. And a crucial aspect of SpaceX's HLS program is the Starship Lunar Lander. Despite the company's efforts, the GAO report points out that SpaceX has had to postpone several key events from 2023 to 2024, further compressing the already tight schedule. Technical milestones yet to be achieved include the validation of Starship Super Heavy's Raptor engine performance and demonstrating the ability to transfer cryogenic propellant in space. The latter is a prerequisite for the critical design review of the Starship lander. NASA officials, while acknowledging these challenges, have not disclosed specific details regarding the revised schedule of HLS development submitted by SpaceX. Jim Free, NASA's Associate Administrator for Exploration Systems Development, emphasized that the interconnectedness of the lander's development with other elements of the Artemis program during a meeting of the NASA Advisory Council's Human Exploration and Operations Committee. The GAO report also sheds light on the development of lunar spacesuits by Axiom Space. The report flags potential delays in this area, noting that Axiom is still in the early stages of suit development with a preliminary design review scheduled for November. Challenges include redesigning parts of the suit to meet NASA's requirements for emergency life support capabilities and dealing with supply chain issues that could extend lead times for critical components. GAO's analysis underscores the ambitious nature of the Artemis III mission schedule. The HLS program aims to complete its development in 79 months, 13 months less than the average for NASA major projects. Now, this condensed timeline, combined with the complexity of human spaceflight, presents significant hurdles going forward. The report reveals that as of September of 2023, the HLS program had delayed eight of 13 key events by at least six months, including critical tests that were postponed due to technical issues. And the challenges facing SpaceX's development of the HLS include the need for advanced technical capabilities like in-orbit propellant storage and transfer. Similarly, Axiom's effort to develop modernized spacesuits based on NASA's design faces its own set of design and development challenges. In response to these challenges, NASA has implemented additional processes to ensure that SpaceX's and Axiom Space's designs and systems meet mission requirements and maintain crew safety. This includes supplemental processes for system validation and insight clauses and contracts to maintain visibility into the contractor's development work. The GAO report is part of an ongoing assessment of NASA's Artemis program. Mandated by the House report provision, it aims to evaluate the progress in developing key systems for the Artemis III moon mission and to ensure that these systems will fulfill NASA's needs and uphold safety standards. This potential delay in the Artemis III mission represents a significant shift in NASA's timeline for returning humans to the moon. The Artemis program, which is integral to maintaining U.S. leadership in space exploration and preparing for future missions to Mars, now faces the challenge of overcoming these development hurdles to achieve its historic objectives. Well, Twitter is embarking on a major strategic pivot to attract small to medium-sized businesses for advertising in the wake of losing significant revenue from the exit of major brands like Apple, IBM, and Disney. And this move comes as a direct response to these brands withdrawing their advertisements following owner Elon Musk's endorsement of a supposed anti-Semitic post. Now, the shift signifies an important recalibration of X's business model 
focusing on creating a conducive environment for smaller businesses as opposed to mega corporations. Now, Elon Musk has openly criticized the platform's previous advertising strategy, particularly its approach to small businesses. This criticism led to a radical overhaul of the advertising policies, aiming to make the platform more accessible and appealing to smaller companies. Now, X's new direction involves revising advertising policies and streamlining the ad creation process to suit the needs and budgets of these smaller entities. And the loss of major advertisers has been a significant blow to X's revenue stream as of now. High-profile companies like Disney, Warner Brothers, and Universal have ceased posting on the platform altogether, a decision that affects not only advertising income, but also user engagement. And these brands, which command large followings, were instrumental in making X an influential platform, and their absence leaves a noticeable void. In response to the exodus, X has ramped up its investment in promoting ads from smaller companies. This includes offering more targeted and budget-friendly advertising options and leveraging sophisticated self-service ad buying tools. These tools are designed to enable even those with little marketing experience to efficiently target potential customers. Musk's handling of the situation has drawn criticism from various quarters. His blunt response to advertisers leaving the platform telling them to go F themselves has been seen by many as a damaging approach, likely to deter brands from returning. This sentiment was echoed by Lou Pescalis, founder and CEO of marketing consultancy AJL Advisory, who described Musk's comments as potentially the closing chapter for brands' relationships with X. Despite these challenges, though, there is a sense of optimism about the potential of small and medium-sized businesses to fill the revenue gap left by larger advertisers. However, this optimism is cautious, as smaller businesses typically have much less to spend on advertising compared to their larger counterparts. X's bet is on its ability to provide efficient and effective advertising solutions that cater to these smaller budgets going forward. And the competition in the digital advertising space is very intense. With platforms like Meta, Google, and TikTok already established as popular choices for small and medium-sized businesses, X's success in attracting these businesses will depend on how well it can differentiate its offerings and provide unique value that resonates with this new target market. And the controversy surrounding Musk's endorsement of an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory has not only impacted advertiser relationships, but also drawn legal scrutiny. Musk's decision to file a lawsuit against Media Matters following the report on the issue adds another layer of complexity to X's ongoing challenges. In addition to losing advertisers, X is also seeing a reduction in content from major media brands. The absence of posts from accounts affiliated with Disney, including Star Wars, Pixar, and Marvel Studios, which have millions of followers combined, is a huge loss for the platform. Now, these accounts were previously very active on the platform, and their departure reduces the diversity and appeal of content available to X's users. And the shift in focus to small and medium-sized businesses requires not just a change in advertising strategy, but also a cultural shift within X. The platform must foster an environment that is welcoming and supportive of these smaller entities, understanding their unique needs and constraints. And amidst the backdrop, the future of X remains kind of uncertain at this point. While the platform has the potential to reinvent itself by successfully engaging with a new demographic of smaller brands and advertisers, the loss of these major brands and the controversies surrounding its owner pose significant challenges. We'll be watching this story closely.
and we'll be bringing you as much of the story as we can going forward right here on this show. And I want to say thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I really do appreciate your support. If you could take a second and hit the subscribe or the follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps out the show tremendously and you'll never miss an episode. And each episode is about 10 minutes or less to get you caught up quickly. And please, if you want to support the show even more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero. And please take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you tomorrow.